Welcome to the Passion Business Podcast, the podcast for free spirits with a big idea who want to turn their passion into a business. I'm Anke Herman and I'm your host. My guest today is an NLP trainer and transformational speaker specializing in fear. She helps you or your organization make better decisions in business despite fear. She simplifies fear and mindset so that you become the best professional version. She's your army general of fear, so to say. Welcome, Roxana Poppet. Yeah. Hello and welcome, Roxana. I'm so delighted to have you here and I can't wait to have that conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me, Anke. This is going to be fun since it's a continuation of what we started uh, not too long ago, so I can't wait. Yes, I mean, it very much has that sensation of a part two, right? It's, it's um, yes, I'm very excited to turn the tables here. So now let's just start out and let people know where you're based, where you're from, where you're based, and what's your business? Thank you. I am based in uh, Romania, in Eastern Europe, and I am a um, neurolinguistic programming trainer. And I like to call myself that I'm an army manager and general of fear since I began working on discipline with so much enthusiasm because I kind of noticed if I don't dig a bit uh, into some structure, as you say, let's have a conversation with the structure, nothing happens. I'm also a, a transformational speaker and I work with companies and entrepreneurs that have fears when taking decisions. Mm. Mm, that's, yeah, well, I'm thinking, well, the whole world's your client basically, <laughs> You think so, you think so, Anke, but actually there are not many people that get to see fear as the main issue since we sometimes call it stress, we call it procrastination, we have so many names for fear that it sometimes go very deep at the bottom of the problem and we have many limiting beliefs that make us feel that we know it all, that it's just a matter of doing something different. But when you tap a bit into some questions, then you get to see that, okay, in an hour, if you truly want to get rid of this fear, you have it all figured out. Just be coachable, which I have to admit that I wasn't at the beginning <laughs> of my journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're kind of giving me exactly that entry point into what I was curious right from the beginning is, well, I would assume what the work you do now wasn't exactly what you had in mind when you left school. And I would also assume that in that client that you're speaking to, there's a part of you in there. Am I right with that? Oh, my goodness. It's a, it's a story that you are going to love because I also started as a translator as you are, Anke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I started with English, French, and Spanish. I loved my studies. It was fun. It was engaging. I kind of loved English since I was three years old. My dad is to thank for this. But, you know, I got into translating similar to what you did. 
working long hours. It was horrible. I know you know what I mean because you were there as well. And then what to do next? Well, I kind of had this idea of the safety net of a job. Everyone around me had a job. They seemed happy. They seemed fulfilled. And I said, okay, if things don't go out with, don't work out with uh, translations, which obviously I couldn't last more than two months, it was hectic from 6 a.m. to 12 midnight. I had so much work to do that I thought, okay, my life cannot look like this. So I began tutoring English, Romanian, maths, uh, all sorts of uh, nice, fun activities for children, then for grown-ups. And then I thought, okay, but this is taking too long. <laughs> I can't do this my entire life. And I kept uh, thinking I had little knowledge back then, coachable zero, zero minus. <laughs> I thought I knew it all. Mm. And one thing that I want to share with our audience from the very beginning, please know that you need help. You need a coach. You need someone to guide you at least one hour of talking with someone that can see your situation from a different perspective. Because, you know, as we talked on my podcast, Anke, we think we know it all and we do in our field. I'm great with fear. You're amazing with tech. But building a business, a strategy, yeah, Anke, I know you do this as well, but I didn't have any clue of what a real fulfilled professional life looked like. Not to talk about business then, because I kind of thought that people with money are evil. People with mm. businesses need to be avoided completely. It was an interesting mindset, coachable at all People with money are not okay, but then I also wanted money. Yeah. Awful conflicts. It was extremely frustrating because guess what? What I did next, no more clue to what other uh, activities. So I got a job and it was nice. It seemed fun at first and I learned some great things and I was happy to use English and French but in a few months, uh, I kind of understood that this is horrible. I cannot <laughs> live like this. It's, I, I, just, I, I had some ideas of how my life would look like. And it was not this. And I kept on looking for solutions to let go of this job. But then I had, I'm not exaggerating, I think I had hundreds of fears what will people think? What will my parents think? How am I going to um, have my holidays without my um, salary? How am I going to support myself? What am I going to do next? And it was simply a very frustrating time for me. And I kind of leaned into this idea that things are going to change. I'm sure that something is going to happen at one point, something from uh, God, divinity may come down and give me more inspiration or someone could maybe save me. This was my mentality mm. at around 22 years young. And I remember, Anki, I was around 24 when I got this very clear awareness 
laser clear, then no one is going to save me. Mm. And I panicked completely. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my God, what am I going to do now? I kind of felt this urgency mm. to do something really fast because I was already two years and a bit working in a place that I didn't like at all. A lot of frustration came into my every single activity. I, I wasn't myself anymore. I was a super scared robot that had no idea what to do, but I, I rejected it all. So much rejection and so much anger that I was looking for a solution. I had no idea what to do. And um, I kept on looking as afraid as I was because I hated being in a closed space with nice people, but I kind of had a different view of my life. Mm. And um, a friend of mine back then, a, a colleague at work, introduced me to a MLM uh, multi-level company. It was the starting point of letting go of the huge negative belief that people with money are evil because I kind of met people that were into business. We went to seminars, all sorts of webinars, and I read books on business and mindset. And it was nice. It was fun until it wasn't because it was completely challenging and impossible to, I was almost having two jobs because you know what they don't tell you at this MLM uh, companies is that you need at least four hours a day to be minimum uh, mm. with a success there because you need to sell a lot. And it's not like you have a 30 minute meeting as you know, you're told at the beginning and this may be when you are proficient, when you're really professional in the, this activity. And I began to be so much more frustrated because in a way I have felt that, okay, if I'm going to build my own business based on this company, I'm saved. I'm going mm. to have it all working out for me. I'll have freedom of movement. Little did I know that this would mean that I would have to put at least eight hours a day into the, the other side business. <laughs> and many, many years, <laughs> oh, boy. I thought yeah. that it's going to happen in a year. Mm. Well, talk about false expectations. Of course, I was still not yet coachable. We didn't mm. get <laughs> this point yet. It was just awful. It was this awful spiral. I had spikes of, okay, things are working out. Huh, it's better now. But it actually wasn't. I had no mm. idea who I was. I had no guidance except from some books. My family is a modest, very, very nice um, family with uh, moderate income. They had no idea of um, any business or financial freedom or financial freedom, financial education. We're not going to talk about financial freedom at all when I was at that stage. And I just had no idea again what to do because I was burned out working at a job and then working extra many hours at the other <laughs> activity. <laughs> and oh my God, I developed a heart disease at 26 years wow. old. It feels I, like you were the whole time full on on the accelerator and full on on the brake at the same time and sort of, sort of spinning without kind of moving along. That's yeah. what it, that's what come like. That's what it feels like. Yeah. 
spinning so hard that I, I got to have the same medicine as my grandma at 26. And wow. it was all due to too much um, fear mm -hmm. of taking things slower. I thought that I, I always thought that I was behind, but I had no idea behind what, who, which, where. It was this maybe, as you said earlier, the social media picture that is extremely false and completely untrue <laughs> because you need to put in so much education and you need help from someone like you, Anke. I always recommend people to come to you because you're a full package. You give them everything. You give them the business strategy. You show them how and where and what to focus on. You help them with the technical side, which gets us overwhelmed a lot. And I was very happy, fortunate to have the same friend come to me. Well, she obviously left the, that business that she first introduced me to, <laughs> of course. And then I did the same thing. And she got into neurolinguistic programming. Mm. This, was, this was good. She has cured breast cancer for herself because she had so much guilt from all sorts of family issues that she developed. Mm. That she was 27. She developed breast cancer. And I said, okay, if you cured cancer with this, um, you, know, you know about NLP. It's into yeah, yeah. removing mm -hmm. the negative um, emotions that we could not deal with uh, on the spot ourselves. And I said, okay, I'm going to get this heart issue completely figured out. And I had other uh, issues, other health issues as well. And it really worked. Yeah. And after I had an eight uh, day course, I kind of had a glimpse, but just a glimpse of who I was. Mm. Still not coachable. <laughs> <laughs> You're a tough case. Huh? <laughs> oh my God, my mm -hmm. ego, huge as the USA, to say the least. I still thought that I knew it all. Everyone was against me. My boss was evil for not paying me my worth. But I was completely wrong. And boy, was I mistaking the beautiful, <laughs> ideal, false life that you see on Instagram. And maybe a part of it, it's real. But after years and years of planned work, of strong strategies, it's not happening overnight. And that's why I kind of uh, thought that I was behind completely because I was going towards uh, 28 years old and still <laughs> not a clue what to yeah. do. Oh, boy. Six years yeah. around in my job, still at the job, Anke, still there. I decided after six months that I'm not staying there, but six years have passed and I was still there, still afraid. But at least I felt better. I kind of got an idea of how I want my lifestyle to look like in terms of health. At least I had mm. this figured out. I don't want to be sick. Yeah. It was mostly what I didn't want. Almost Not like a I gift, want. isn't it? Like your body kind of helped you in a way to yeah. say, wait, there's something to like, there's evolution here that's required for you to be able to live the life you want to live and it almost like you didn't listen 
<laughs> it's like your body made you. Yeah. Can you believe it? I stayed so long. And this is a story of how not to, <laughs> how not to, to take on life, how not to think that you know it all, how not to be not coachable. <laughs> you need help. I am stressing this out. And if you were to ask me what's a very important advice that I would give to someone that's wondering about life, about things, go get help. This is the most uh, bravest thing, the most courageous act that you can take in your entire life. You cannot see it all. You have the bucket of the problem. That's so true, isn't it? It's yeah. like there's this beautiful image that um, it's like you can't read the label when you're sitting in the job, right? It's like you can only see, yes. you know, and you can't really see how other people, like you have your own perspective and that's it. And I sometimes think it feels like a, a pot with a soup in there and, and all you can do is stir the same ingredients faster or slower, but it's always going to taste the same. And, and if you get some external input, somebody who helps you see, it's like you add some, like you don't even know that you can add new ingredients to the whole pot. Right. And it just makes a whole lot of a difference. Yeah. So when, when did you crack then? <laughs> Not yet. Can you believe it? <laughs> Not yet. Jesus. I, I am the worst at being guided when I'm under my 30s. There just can't be anyone that's, that's worse than I was back then. Uh, I began uh, coaching people one-on-ones. Mm. I enjoyed it. I, I did have empathy. This was a natural skill of mine. And people were uh, transforming. And the thing with coaching is, and I know you know this, we mostly get the same problem that the person in front of us has. And boy, did I get some limiting beliefs out. And I kind of got into this nice comfort zone of, yeah, I can do coaching once in a while. I'll keep my job. But I kind of felt the pressure of not being in this place that I completely loathed. It was almost eight years. And I had this strong hate, unfortunately, developed into hate, not because of the job, obviously, or the environment. <laughs> it was because I have taken the decision, but I could not go through to put it in practice. Hmm. And it took a very long time, Anke, until I decided to go deeper into NLP and do a master course that was longer, deeper. And then I, I let go of so much frustration and limiting beliefs about life in general. Hmm. I became not a victim anymore. Can you imagine? I kind of then decided after I had stayed almost eight years in that working environment, that I need to be coachable. What am I doing here? I, <laughs> Especially if you're coaching some other people, right? <laughs> so you exactly. Your worst exactly. Mm. How can I expect others to, to be fully engaged if I myself think that, oh, I know it all. Don't tell me this <laughs> because I have it all figured out. It, it just takes some time for me to, to test things out. But, you know, I never tried anything. I knew it. Mm. But because of the huge ego and many, 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 many frustrations and 
so much um, uh, let me say it in a nice uh, in a nice way um, so much uh, belief into something that was extremely fake in terms of uh, building a business but not being 100% with the need to help people i had no idea that i needed to help people to me being the message not me wanting money my entire focus back then was to get money 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 can you imagine how messed up this was because i still thought that money was evil in a way i did not get everything cleared i had too much focus on myself if i can be completely honest i would say that i had focus on myself completely i liked the idea of helping but only translating it on how it makes me feel you know mm-hmm. I, i enjoyed seeing the people transforming and having a aha moments but this only nurtured an ego that could not see more than my own person I was coachable but not yet completely <laughs> not fully so yeah th- this has been this has been strong and challenging and it took many many more courses and certifications until I got to be a trainer mm. and then I could say that I was 90% coachable as a trainer where, where I could actually certify people into neurolinguistic programming I tested all sorts of niches, all sorts of plans, business ideas, <laughs> having 8-day courses, having 6-day courses, having 2-day 2-day <laughs> courses, 1 day, 8 hours, 6 hours. I think I have tested everything that you can think of <laughs> in terms of social media and all sorts of methods and practices and <laughs> it was fun and it was um enjoyable because i had this again native curiosity as well as empathy and this was my key this was something that i discovered that i need to, i need to focus on this i'm curious i'm going to learn from my mistakes and i did thousands of mistakes but do you know what kept me going <laughs> it was a very um a very luxurious lifestyle i kind of always wanted to travel to go there and see that and enjoy nice restaurants and nice islands and in a way i managed to get my very strong ego to working for me but in a good way that i would not stop looking and searching and testing things out it took years and years and more years <laughs> until i got to serve to put my voice and my message in the help of others to not think about me anymore to think of the impact that i am giving to the people in front of me the the message got so sharp and laser focused that i decided to start with step on your fears and then as i began to have people telling me that i can feel that you are here for me 
Oh my goodness. I said, okay, now I'm coachable 100% and it's time that I take this, that I scale my business and I take it to work with companies and groups of entrepreneurs and employees. And I only work with taking uh, decisions despite fear, because this was the main issue. Anke. Mm. Six months, I decided that I don't like this place. I don't like this job anymore. <laughs> It took me eight years, eight freaking years until I finally jumped and started on my own. And it took more years until I figured out, I still have not figured out everything. Oh my goodness. Well, let's hope not. Because <laughs> yeah. I think it's that, it's that evolution that you so beautifully describe, because I think Everybody goes through their own version of that. And that's why I think that whole idea of make six figures in six weeks, it's not even apart from usually not actually being possible. It's, well, why would you even want it? Because it doesn't, you know, a plant isn't better because it grows quicker, right? So let a plant naturally grow and unfold. And if you try and go also quickly, that process, you can't squish it together in like a six-week bootcamp, right? It's, it's an evolution. It's insights. You can't race it. And why would you want to, right? And I think to, I mean, if you look back, I mean, okay, sometimes there's some things where, well, you know, I think I could have maybe got that lesson without this, but usually looking back, would you... I mean, do you see the gifts in each of those steps that you've, or in each of these phases you went through? Okay, I would not change one single thing. I would not change anything, nothing. It may sound awkward, but I got so much that I got to be a completely transformed person. No one would recognize me after a few years. I would meet with colleagues from the university. I would meet with old colleagues from my work. And they say that they have no idea who I am now because, you know, I was mm. only me, me, me. There wasn't anything else. Yeah, I enjoyed making people feel nice and I enjoyed the one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it was me, 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 a huge wall bigger than the Berlin Wall, to be honest, <laughs> and thicker than the mm. Berlin Wall in any way. And this made me learn so much. Yeah. As you say, evolution takes time. Yeah, and there's no one. I always think it, like speed only matters if it's a race. And, and I guess it's also that whole idea of, I mean, what on earth do you gonna, are you think, what do you think business success will give you that you can't already have now? Right. It's that if you think it gives you something to, you know, then you want to get there quicker. Mm. You know, and the moment you see that that's not really true, then, okay, then you can allow it to unfold at its own pace. So, some nice metaphors. I, I just need to put down these oh, two words because okay. it's, it's really important. I'm loving this, this, great way of putting things as uh, as miniature stories mm. and saying that yeah what does business give you that you don't have now this is so powerful because i truly believe that in a way as you evolve you switch your core need 
to contribution, mm -hmm. to using your life and your voice and your message and obviously your business in the help of others. I have found the strongest fulfillment in this beautiful side of life, being there, but being there for them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Me. totally, totally. I mean, Steve Chandler writes about that a lot. It's that true meaning of service. You know, when it's really not about you, it, there's incredible power in that. So what's ahead for you? What's up? What's next? Oh, this is a good question. And <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I love making mistakes. I love change. I make conscious change. And sometimes not conscious. I make a lot of failures on purpose. I want to try it all. As you said, when we had our talk, you have this amazing mindset that also inspires me, Ankia, to try out things even more because you cannot know. There is impossible to think that you know it all when you start something, especially if it's new, especially if it's business, when you have millions of variables. You have so many things to consider, so much to work on yourself that it's, it's really impossible physically, mentally, spiritually to be knowing it all from the very beginning. And this is not the point, as you said. Go and focus on things that make you fulfilled. You kind of have this gut feeling, and I always had it, but I didn't listen to it. Maybe I'm doing this now almost all of the times. When I feel that things are not okay, then it means that I need to change. I need to see a different perspective. And what's coming next is me wanting to automate my business because it's, it's fun. It's nice. I, I love the trainings and I, I, I truly love it. I'm in a place where I love uh, helping people in only one hour. I'm so, so pleased. This is a very uh, great thing that I'm very proud of for making eight days into one hour, making it that efficient. But in the future, I see myself as an investor. I have uh, plans for some uh, detoxifying centers and I'm learning a lot. This is going to happen in a few years, but now I'm taking courses and testing out all sorts of um, emotional food techniques because I'm a huge gourmand. I love to eat mm. and I'm going in that area. Most fascinating Fear. topic. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fear is nice, um, conquering it. But you know what? I think that when I completely have it all figured out with fear myself, then it's maybe time to move ahead to do this, um, this side of investing. I think that business is beautiful and I want to try out to put in practice all of its shapes and forms. And what better way than to, to make mistakes? Make mistakes, people. There's no other way you need to take action as silly Absolutely. as it may seem, right? I don't think it's, I mean, that there's nothing silly about that. I think it's the only way to learn. And I think, yeah. you see, the only thing is I always say, like, there is no such thing as a mistake. There's only, I always look at it as like a series of experiments where sometimes things work out the way you thought that they would, and sometimes they don't. And sometimes you get what you wanted and you think, oh, oh, actually, that's not as much fun as I thought. And sometimes, you know, that's it. There's just 
expected or unexpected results. And either way, you use it because most of the time, I think what turns out to be a failure really depends on when you take stock. There's this funny, isn't that 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 story where it's like, oh, you know, the sun fell off the horse. <gasps> what bad luck! Well, yeah, but then that saved him from having to go to war, right? Like you <laughs> never know it. Like it always depends on when you take stock and and. Look at it. If you keep going, you'll find, well, this thing that looked like the worst thing ever is actually the stepping stone that gave you the inspiration or the piece of knowledge or the context or something you needed for the next thing. You know, so I think there is like, yeah, the only thing that gets in the way is when you start feeling paralyzed and not moving forward at all. Like, I think whatever you do, you'll learn something from it, right? There is a lesson with every emotion because every single emotion that you have comes to you with a message. You just need to ask yourself, why am I feeling this? What do I need to learn from this? And it's mind-blowing how you get to see tens of solutions when before you only saw the problem. So it's a matter of test and trial and try again and I encourage people to think huge, not big. Mm -hmm. But the only way that I see fear as beneficial is to, in a way, be excited, almost fearful of your dreams. You need to have a very big outlook of your life because things happen. And as you say, Anki, you are so completely right. It doesn't always happen as you plan but make sure that you plan it big so that you get closer to the huge dream instead of limiting yourself. You know, I love planes. I want to have my own flying private plane company in some decades, but <laughs> I'm having this in my, th in my thoughts. And this pushes me stronger. And I'm willing to make so much more mistakes because of this strong belief it's like, you know, you're holding the carrot since I'm a gourmand. I'm <laughs> like you have the, the donkey going mm -hmm. yep, straight yep. ahead, seeing the big picture. Mm. And once again, I think this is the third time I'm saying this. Get help. Get coaching. You can't do this on your own. I've had tens of coaches. I have a mentor that is stirring me in a way because you simply cannot do it on your own. This Awful, limiting belief, because there are many quotes out there, and I know you know them, Anke, saying that, oh, it's lonely at the top. What's this? No, it's not lonely. You have tens of people helping you and coaching you and mentoring you and supporting you. Mm -hmm. It's not lonely. Some, in a way, society still believes that people with huge businesses and with huge incomes are in a way evil people going mm. back to what I was thinking more than a decade ago. But in fact, let's think of these people that are making the world evolve through their dreams and their visions. We get to get economy moving. You get to have better lifestyle. You get to have better anything in terms of technology, transport and lifestyle and health. So let's admire people that want to do a lot. So yeah. dream big and get coaching. There you <laughs> go. That's beautiful. Money. That's like just beautiful. That's a beautiful place to land this. 
The only thing I would love you to add to that is where can people go find out about more, find out more about you? Where can they get in touch? Thank you, Anke. I'm everywhere on social media. You can find me with my name, <laughs> Roxana Poped. Anke knows. <laughs> I'm literally everywhere. And you can also go check out my website, roxanapoped.com. There are many free resources on my YouTube channel. I do live sessions every day on conquering fears in business, which I enjoy. I actually answer live questions. So if you have any questions, come there and let me give you some insights and some food for thought on what you're doing right now. And yeah, the Stories About Fear podcast, another great free resource that I I'm enjoying a lot. And Anke, if you give me one minute to mention the amazing uh, time that we had together. Oh, my goodness. Very inspirational. I'm going to pop the link to that episode below in the show notes here. So because, Roxana, you've mentioned it. Thank you for that. Mentioned it a couple of times. So I'm going to pop the link. (laughs) Yes, this is part two of our conversation, but it won't be the last part. I promise you that. (laughs) Yeah, oh, definitely. So thank you. Thank you so much, Anke, for all your wisdom and fun energy that you're putting into all our talks. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I shall speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave a review to help others find it. If you are a coach, speaker or author, a passionate big picture thinker with a vision, and you want to build an online business to reach and impact more people, Go to passionbusinesspodcast.com and download a free copy of my book, Taming the Tech Monster. And join my free community, Don't Just Learn, Create, Business Building for Mavericks to connect with others on the same path. That's passionbusinesspodcast.com. I'll speak to you soon.